It is episode 90. And if you do not know what that means, because you're a new listener, it means that on every 10th episode, I will discuss a new decluttering, organizing, productivity, some sort of rule that is sort of out there <laughs> that I think we should break or bend or modify for our ADHD brains so that it works better for us. This being the 90th episode, this will be our ninth uh, edition of these rules to break. So <laughs> let's dig in. Hey friend, welcome to the Joy Loving Home Podcast. I'm Joy, wife, mom of four, <laughs> and unorganized professional organizer. I have a heart for ADHD moms and kids. After spending years learning and organizing for other people, I realized there's a real need to turn the concept of being well-planned and organized upside down. It shouldn't be created exclusively by type A naturally organized people as a way to fix you or your home. Organizing, planning, and productivity should fit the way our brains think. Albert Einstein said, everybody's a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it's stupid. <laughs> well, fish, let's quit trying to climb trees while being given tips by well-intentioned monkeys who cannot understand how our brains think. Join me in the water and learn how to swim with the current of your life. It's time to choose unorganized organization and flexible productivity. It's time to choose progress over perfection. I'm in this journey with you, and together, we can choose joy. So what role are we going to break today? Well, we're going to break the rule of reward yourself when you've completed a difficult task. Now, <laughs> I don't disagree with the concept of rewarding yourself at the end of a difficult task, whether that be cleaning something up or decluttering a space or organizing a space or just working really hard and so you're thrilled about your productivity and you want to give yourself a reward. We have spoken before about how all brains appreciate a reward, but ADHD brains really can feed off of this sort of immediate reward scenario. That's why video games are so addictive is not the word I'm looking for, but they're, they're so attractive to our brains. That is the word. Because there is this built-in immediate feedback loop in which you're getting you're getting these endorphins based on these rewards that are immediate. You finish a task, boom, reward. It makes you want to crave going on to the next level and so on and so forth, which is why you can get stuck doing that for a while because your brain is being really well fed in that kind of a scenario. I am not saying that I don't agree with a reward. I am saying consider, let's bend this one, getting the reward first. <laughs> now hang on, hear me out. Because I want to consider the fact that if I'm going to give an example that is very real for me right now because I've been looking for my reward <laughs> to purchase it first. I have some new pieces of uh, kitchen equipment that are taking up a very large space on my counter, which I do not want to happen. So I have decided that I'm going to buy this sort of standalone kitchen island of sorts, small one, to put in the back of my pantry to put those kitchen appliances on in order to have the space to put it in the back of my pantry. My pantry has sort of gone to pot lately. 
and it needs cleaned out, reorganized, and all of that needs to take place. So the rule would be, all right, great, go get your pantry cleaned out and organized, make space for this new thing that you want, and then by all means, reward yourself for the job well done and go get it. Here's the problem. In our ADHD brains, the fact that I have not found the island, made sure it's going to work, purchased the island, and have it on hand to be able to slide right into the spot the moment I have it emptied, means it doesn't exist. It is not motivating. It is not a reward in my head because I also know the 8 million things that could happen that would distract me even if I do the work that would keep me from actually how long is it going to take to ship? How long is, you know, am I even going to find the perfect one? Am I going to take the time to purchase it? Will I have been able to afford it? There are so many things where I can see in my brain that I could go through all this work and then there would be no reward at the end because as far as I'm concerned, it doesn't exist unless I have it. Now, I am going to say be incredibly cautious with breaking this rule or bending this rule because what you could end up with is a lot of excuses to buy a lot of stuff and then never put it to use or never hold yourself to doing the thing. So you'll end up with like just unused stuff laying around, which just will make you feel guiltier and more cluttered. But when it's done right, it can be a catalyst to that sort of, I'm not motivated to do this. I can't really wrap my head around doing this. There is this excitement that the carrot is already there. The carrot is dangling. If I go get this island and it is sitting in my kitchen next to the pantry, I'm going to be like, I, I, I want to get this cleaned out and moved in there because it means it's a win of my pantry being organized. It's a win of this appliance off my countertop. It's a win that it was just fun to do a project. My brain is already be, being like, should I paint the wall before I slide this into place? Should I? I was looking, <laughs> I was in this spiral of looking for self-stick wallpapers. I was like, wouldn't that be fun to open a pantry? Mine's like this little walk-in space that the shelves are on the left and the right is just blank wall and straight ahead is blank wall. And I was going to say, how cool would it be to open the doors of this pantry and see this wallpaper at the end of it with this cool kitchen island in front of it with this appliance on top of it. And just the image of that and knowing exactly what I want is super motivating. But I am not about to start that pantry until I know I have the other things on hand. I need that catalyst fix to get myself to take action. So is it the right way? I'm using air quotes here. No. <laughs> Everybody with a monkey brain would tell you absolutely that is a waste. You didn't earn it. You didn't deserve it. You didn't do the work for it. You, you know, you, you're going to lack your motivation to do it because reward comes after hard work. I'm not disagreeing with any of that. I get the point and purpose of that. But the rewards for our brain to feel like it's connected to the hard work, it has to be immediate. And by immediate, it has to be there. The hardest part is going to be getting yourself to have the discipline to say, I can't put it into use until I've actually done the work. It's okay to have it here, but the reward is the putting it in place. From that perspective, 
it is super useful and it is motivating and you will like I can't use this island that I want to buy unless I've cleaned out the space. It literally will be a headache unless it's functioning in its actual use, which is at, in, the, in the back of the pantry. This could be something much smaller than the cost of like something as big as a mini kitchen island. It can be a beautiful plant that you are going to put on a table that normally is covered with clutter because you, you will, you're going to reward yourself with the fact that you got all of that clutter cleaned off that flat surface and now you're going to put this beautiful plant in that spot as a way to remind you I love the way it looks with this on it. It's such a reward but it won't feel real, real unless the plant is right there waiting to go on that table that you now need to go empty. Or maybe it's a beautiful table runner across your dining room table that you're going to set up because you're cleaning that off. Maybe it is a new set of hangers that you grabbed when you were at Ikea and they're there so that when you clean through your master closet, you're going to actually transfer all the things you really want to keep onto these beautiful hangers and you bought just enough to make sure you're editing some of it down. I call it catalyst cleaning or catalyst motivation. You need to have that catalyst reward on hand to give yourself the immediate feedback of, hey, job well done. I just want you to consider that as a little way to break that waiting for your reward motivation. Something to consider. Let me know if that helps. Please, please, please feel free to reach out to me with any thoughts that you're having on any of the different podcasts, any questions. I have one for you guys. I am obviously 10 episodes away from episode 100. The logical thing would be that it's a break the the rules episode, but 100 seems kind of big. And I'm trying to think of what would be a really great 100th episode topic. <laughs> Hopefully I don't make it so big in my head that I like get stuck about what it should be. But I didn't know if we should do a question and answer. I didn't know if you guys would like to hear, you know, an interview type episode where I interview somebody. If you are like, hey, I have an idea, this would be a great idea. Reach out to me. I can be reached on Instagram. If you go to uh, Instagram and, and type in at Joy Loving Home, DM me. I, I check those, those messages and I will respond. If you want to be part of our Facebook group and you simply just type into your browser bit.ly slash Joy Loving Home Community and it will take you there and we can start some dialogue in the group about this idea of what's a, what's a great 100th episode. And if you don't want to do either of these, those things, because you're not big on socials, email me. I'm joy at joylovinghome.com. I would love to hear your ideas. That being said as well, you guys know uh, in July, which is fast approaching, I am super interested in having 50 reviews by my 50th birthday. And I am at 40, 41 now. And so if that is something you feel like, hey, I have been meaning to do that, I just keep forgetting as soon as the episode is over, maybe stop right now. Just go ahead and hit pause <laughs> wherever you're listening to this. Go into the library, click on my podcast, scroll to the bottom. There'll be a little tiny words that say leave a review. Click on that. 
two minutes. I would love your help in that. It's silly. I know it's a silly little vanity metric, but it's just a goal that would be cool to have 50 reviews by my 50th birthday. Consider it a birthday present to me if you've been enjoying this podcast at all. (laughs) And until next time, choose joy. Did we just connect? Do you feel at home here? Oh gosh, then please do me a favor. I'd love to have you here for the next episode. And to do that, you need to follow or subscribe or hit the little plus button, whatever it takes to be here next time I drop an episode. And while you're at it, if you could scroll down and find where people rate and review the podcast, and if you would add your thoughts, it would mean the world to me. First of all, it would help other moms like us find me and they wouldn't have to feel so alone but I actually just like hearing from you. It means a lot to know your thoughts and so that I can keep doing a a good job and having episodes that mean something to you. So connect with me. DM me on Instagram. I'm at joylovinghome. Or you can email me, joy at joylovinghome.com or join my community. It's bit.ly slash joylovinghomecommunity. I can't wait to hear from you. And remember... Keep choosing joy.